Marty Mike, Tanay Hotaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you today. Medical specialists in the Bay of Plenty have warned some people were choosing to die rather than go through the huge difficulties needed to access dialysis. The issue of access to health continues. And new population figures highlight a changing pattern in how we are living. Small changes, but people are moving out of the big smoke into the provinces. Have you done this? Have you shifted from the hustle and bustle of Tor Bay and into the meandering paradise of Hawke's Bay? And last week we talked about how many are now turning to online apps for mental health. GP referrals for mental health apps have exploded in the last year. Do they work? We discussed that. And it's a local institution in Taranaki, not the wind one, not Pukakura Park. It's a massive salt and pepper shaker collection being sold of one pair at a time. And also on the panel, eating in bed, morning toast and a cup between the sheets or Leave it at the table. I have the right answer for you at 4.25. What? <laughs> you can text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon is Alexia Russell. Kia <laughs> <laughs> Wallace. Yeah, we'll have the right answer for you. I'll tell you something. Uh, freelance newsroom journalist studying small business. How are you, Alexia? I'm well, thank you. Very good. Also with us is Simon Pound, partner, startup brand, Previously unavailable and host of the Business is Boring podcast. Kete Pierre Simon, how are you today? Ah, smashing, thank you. Lovely Very good. You. Nice to have you on the program. Also, we discussed on the panel the other day frozen veggies versus planting a garden. What's the cheapest way to get your veggies? Highlighted in a recent article by Diane Clement in the Herald. When was the last time you really looked at the frozen veggie section? Are you a big consumer of the frozen section outside of the odd frozen pizza? You know, your corn, your peas, your broad beans. Those mixed veggies, if they leave the diced carrots out, would more people eat them? Anyway, we thought, mm, who to discuss with this? What about writer and nutritionist Nikki Bazan? Nikki, lovely to have you on the panel. And you, of course, you'd be the first person to pick up some mixed veggies of an evening dinner. You've got a nice piece of pan-fried fish. Easy, right? I am not so much of a fan of the mixed veggies. The the sort of peas and corn and carrots, that kind of thing, with the little tiny diced carrots. But I do use frozen veg quite often. Oh, you do? There are certain frozen veg that I always have in my freezer. Yeah. Okay, so um, open open your freezer for the nation. What would be in there, <laughs> Nikki? There are, okay, yep, there are peas in there, frozen yep. peas. They're awesome. They're great for chucking into all kinds of things. My favourite, favourite frozen veggies is the edamame, mm. the shelled soybeans. Do you know those ones? No, I don't. So these are fantastic edamame. You know when you go to a Japanese restaurant, you have a little... Edamame beans. A hundred percent. That you yes. bite out of the pot. Yeah, so you can get shelled edamame beans. Frozen. frozen. And they are fantastic things. I put them I eat them just about every day. They're wonderful. Because oh. they they look amazing, they taste yummy, they've got protein, they've got fibre, they're just wonderful things. I'll come to the panel, but one of the reasons we discussed it was because, you know, it's come up uh, in this uh, era of high inflation, particularly regarding vegetables. I mean, look at the prices compared to last year, Nikki. My question yeah. is, uh, are they nutritiously good? They are. They are. They're as good as fresh, really. Oh. I mean, they're oh. processed very soon after picking, so we really have no reason to 
not eat them. And if it's going to help us to eat more vegetables, yeah. when vegetables are expensive, then they're really good options. Because they are a lot, they're cheap, you know. Generally speaking, they're pretty cheap. And that, I guess, is the point, Alexia. So if we're open to your freeze for the nation, what, what we have? We'd have frozen kale? Not kale. Okay. Um, spinach. I do, yeah, you do sp- exist yeah. on... Because you can sneak spinach into all sorts of things, yeah. like lasagna, and sometimes people don't really notice that. So that's a win. It's very versatile, spinach. Love it. Mm. I used to try and grow my own silver beet, but we when we had chickens, they love silver beet and spinach, so I kind of got out of the habit of it. Okay. Yeah, but um, no, I'm not 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 very keen on the old diced pre vomit. Yeah, well, that's one way of. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Alexia, for <laughs> pre- that pre- on the pre- panel. That's all food, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pre vomit, if you um, want to look at it that way. Wallace, <laughs> I've been buying uh, and using frozen veggies for years. Nothing new. The stir fry. Do a lot of stir fry chicken noodles. Frozen veggies are very good value. Uh, I also buy broccoli heads. Uh, my favourite fresh veggie, though. Um, what about you, Simon? You've got, you got, a, you got the, the big farm to feed. Frozen veggies are part of the plan. Yes, some, some peas and carrots and like a lentil bake, shepherd's pie kind mm, of thing. Yeah. yeah, go for it. We um, Ingrid gets up and goes to the Avondale markets every Sunday religiously, and that's our kind of secret of being a mainly veggie household. Is okay. She's out there and um, out there at crack of dawn, uh, gets there just after seven and races through and gets uh, the vegetables for the week. And even though sometimes it kind of goes up a bit with, um, you, you know, when we're kind of in between seasons, it is so remarkably cheaper. The produce is so fresh. It lasts so long. Mm. Uh, can't recommend it enough. Mm. So, Nikki, as a nutritionist, you would say to those, because it did come up, I think we were talking to uh, Joe McCarroll about this, uh, who is the editor of NZ Gardener, saying, if you can plant a garden. We got such a response saying, well, I'm not a green fingers. I can't plant. I, I, they, they fail. And so the next option, Nikki, was actually to uh, source, you know, some good frozen vegetables. Well, I mean, fresh veggies are always great. If you can yeah. get fresh in season, then go for that. But I would say any time of the year, supplementing your veggies with frozen is a great idea. And it means that you always have something on hand. Because, you know, we need to have five, seven of veggies a day, right? That's quite yes. hard to get to, especially if things are quite expensive. So if you can just pull something out of the freezer, add it into your meal, and it gives you an extra boost of veg, then that's all good. Very important to have a bag of frozen peas as well in case yeah. one of your children fall over. Well, that's I've I've <laughs> used that. Yeah, I've used that. Yeah. In terms of the the other uh, you mentioned, I think it was uh, Alexia who really sort of poetically referred to the diced carrot and the corn. <laughs> you know, just using lyricism and her uh, ideas there. My word, Smith Wallace. Yeah, I, I can tell. Um, uh, is there time for a branding update? I mean, really, what are they doing? Being still around, very seventies. I'd be really interested to know which are the best sellers because I was just having yeah. a look. There's some real innovation in this category. You know, there's there's broccoli rice and cauliflower rice and there's kind of interesting mixes of whole vegetables, which I think are a lot more appealing than those really, really tiny yes. diced ones. Yeah. Um, there's chopped sweet potato, I saw, like $3.50 for a bag of that. That's true. These are interesting options that look quite tasty to me. So I think that maybe you don't have to go for those little teeny tiny, yeah, those ones that aren't very appealing. But would potato bee things keep freeze well? I would have thought they'd mm. be easy to source cheaply but all the time. 
There's tons of potato products. I think with with potatoes and with all of the veggies, actually, it's nice to go for New Zealand grown ones. So okay. look for that because a lot of them are sneaking in from overseas, particularly in the potato area. Nice, Nikki. Kia ora. Really good to have you uh, on this. So that's Nikki Present there, writer, nutritionist, and uh, sometimes uh, no panelist. Yeah, very good. Uh, time for I've Been Thinking, where the panelists just, well, just lay it all on the table, literally. Alexi Russell, what do you have for us? Well, this is a particularly shallow one from me today, and I apologise for that, but uh, I was listening to the radio singing out loud in the car, as you do, and um, Paul McCartney's Wings came on singing Live and Let Die, and he's such an, he's an articulate, clear singer, yeah. and one of the lines in there is, um, the world in which we live in. And I thought, oh, he didn't really need to put that extra in. And then, <laughs> I don't know if it's my job, or it's been years and years subbing, but... Some of these grammatical errors that are that really they leap out of you and they wreck the enjoyment of your song. And my worst one is Elvis Costello's Oliver's Army because because I love that song. And then he says Oliver's Army are on their way. I'm the Elvis singular entity. Could you not mm. have subbed that before you let it go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oliver's Army is on its way. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, that's very rock yeah. and roll. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't. Well, it's just, it's just <laughs> yeah. useless, isn't it? it look, but it, it, does, it, it wouldn't make any difference to the mm. song at all. Well, it does make a difference. It actually does make it. A, it would it make makes it right. It it'd make it. It would make it. Uh, it, it would make it a better song if it was the one that I, I. I can't get over it. I can't get over it, and I don't like the song because I just feel this is wrong, and they should have re-recorded it. And that is, I can't get no satisfaction, <laughs> which means that he's getting satisfied. That is double. I don't mind double negatives or mm. idiom because that's just the way. That's people's personal poetry. But well, he 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 yeah. should say, I can't get any satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, it was more right to we, do that. We should though. write a letter. Yeah, well, dear Mick. Yeah, and the yeah. other one I think that was really really gets on my nerves is, who are you going to call, Ghostbusters? The answer, of course, is Ghostbusters, which are a group of people. He should technically ask, whom are you going to call? Yeah, I'm not big. I think home's on the way out. I think Whom are just, you going to call? Is the right. <laughs> that's super pedant. I'm just saying. I mean, you've got such such killers as the killers. Are we human or are we dancer? Yeah. What does that mean? No, I agree. Could he not have reworked that one? Completely agree. They, they do yeah. do kind of radio edits where you um, take out a swear word or you know swap something out that's offensive. Yeah. So you could do they kind do of like a, a grammar edit and, yeah. and and add that as a remix. Yeah. We should be doing this here. I, I think R&Z. that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. part yeah. of the new merger. All right, uh, I've been thinking <laughs> Simon Powell. I, I wanted to give a, um, a, a shout-out to a couple of fantastic speakers uh, I saw last week uh, at Semi-Permanent. So it was the 20th annual Semi-Permanent mm-hmm. held um, mm-hmm. down in Wellington this year. And it was magic to be in the capital um, for a couple of days of just the energy of a city that everyone's walking around and everyone's out and about and um, just kind of enjoying that. Yeah, you feel like you're in a dormitory suburb often wandering around Auckland suburbs and the city centre of Wellington absolutely humming. You can't compare a suburb to a city centre though. Yeah. Well, you could compare it to our city centre and maybe Did you go to Diwali? Favourably. I haven't been. Did you go to the Arts Festival? You haven't been in the Auckland's pumping. Auckland's pumping, Simon. You don't know. You were in Wellington. It's not pizza, you know. Like, you know, it's not if someone has some, you lose 
some. Like, it's nice for Wellington where to be exactly nice. Did and nice for where, did, where, where, nice. where exactly did you go in Wellington? Around, um, around Cuba Street and um, Courtney Base was heaving. Anyhow, but that wasn't the point. The point <laughs> was that at this, at this, um, at this festival, I uh, heard from Chris Sowersby, who is the um, person behind Klim Type Foundry, which is a New Zealand font foundry. And so they make typefaces and fonts and sell them all around the world. And they've done things for people like uh, PayPal and I think the Financial Times, like really, really big jobs. And they sell their, their type to designers around the place. And he had a, an amazing speech about, um, you know, like type was the kind of area, but it was about life and death and the void and, you know, things you can't escape like marketing. Uh, and he was fantastic. And then Dr. Johnson Watahira, who is, um, you know, been known, both of these people are known to so many people listening. But he um, runs a, uh, as part of a thing called IDEA, which uh, does decolonizing design and he was just amazing so if you get the chance to hear from those people uh, or to get along to an event like that what's the font of the year well he did something called signifier and it was amazing (laughs) Ariel no no. anyway Simon Powell (laughs) and Alexa Russell with me this afternoon lot to discuss right here the panel